I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. And Podmetrics, the only analytics you'll ever need for your podcast. Sign up for free at podmetrics.co. There's a lot of people who are saying, yeah, no to no to sexual harassment. But if their friend is the sexual harasser, they fucking shut up. There's a lot of people who are like that. They're going to say, yo, we're all up in arms. It's the trending hashtag. But if I'm fucking offended, you shut the fuck up and don't say anything. Hello everyone, this is Redoliero. It's 1.22am as I am recording this and true to its name, I really do record this pag di ako makatulog. So yeah, it's Di Makatulog with Red Oliero with another solo episode and uh, tonight I will talk to you about offensive jokes. Alright, so uh, this actually stemmed from the, the mental health it's okay to cry campaign that uh, we did, uh, comedians did uh, with Doc Gia season. And uh, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's great. Just search It's okay to cry. Um, and then they had like a short presser after the launch on ano to, ah, digital. To, so yeah, not doing any kind of live events yet. But yeah. Uh, they, they had this sort of press conference and, and the comedians were asked this question, which was, uh, in today's climate of like people being politically correct and, you know, cancel culture happening, uh, how do we adjust or how do we know what offensive, uh, how offensive a joke can be or like what's like the line? What is the the figurative line that we have to cross. So, okay. So before we tackle on this thing, I feel like I have to give like a sort of uh, background on how stand-up comedy is made. So I'm just restricting, uh, restricting this on stand-up comedy discussions, all right? So everything else uh, might apply, but not completely. But this completely stand-up com- comedy, stand-up comedian perspective. Okay, so... Stand-up comedy is basically, in its uh, by definition, is the world in your point of view. And the world in your point of view is funny, right? So uh, that's basically what stand-up comedy is. It could be the world uh, uh, in someone's point of view uh, from an unfunny person, but that won't be comedy anymore. So it's the world in your point of view from a funny person, I guess. So... Uh, there's a lot of walking the line in stand-up comedy because uh, since the very beginning, if you talk about the ta- the taboo or things you're not supposed to talk about, it has this natural 
twist to it or like a, a natural uh, left hook, as I would call it. Because jokes, in order for it to be funny, has to come out of nowhere, right? So uh, taboo stuff in its nature is something people won't expect. So if you are a comedian and you want to surprise the crowd with a punchline that they won't see coming, you can use stuff like that, all right? And that's fine. That's uh, no problem. But I think it also boils down to intention. I always say, uh, to like quickly sum up the issue, I always say that something, uh, a joke should be more funny than offensive. And when it was written, the intention is supposed to be, I want to make people laugh. Not, oh, they're going to they're gonna react to this. Because I have to admit, meron talaga. There are people that go to open mics and uh, they do stand-up comedy shows and they look for the most offensive thing that they can say and they would do it. And they they kind of have this air that, yeah, you know, pare, ako yung nagsabi nun, men, offensive. And nakakainis because they think that when you say something like that, and it's not even in joke format, like it's not even a joke, it's just a statement that offended people. And they feel good about themselves because they feel like they're, 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 they're such a genius that no one else has thought of that. Good comedians have probably thought of things you've you've said already. Like yung mga tao nag offend lang. Good comedians have probably thought of that and scrapped it. Don't It won't even make the notebook. That's how fucking low form of thinking your offensive statements are. Alright? Now, on the other hand, there are people who make jokes that are a tad bit offensive or a tad bit taboo, but it's primarily a joke. So, joke muna siya. It's a joke before anything else. Right? So, uh, some people also joke about certain topics that are touchy. So, it's not a question of a joke anymore. It's a question of a topic being discussed. Like, the joke may not necessarily be against the the issue or uh, it, it may or may not be you know, ha, ha, contain an opinion that would be offensive to people, but it's just discussing the topic. That happens as well, right? So this is where it gets tricky. Um, to me, I believe, as a comedian and as a performer, an artist, uh, I believe freedom of expression should be, you know, uh, practiced, right? And it no one should be able uh no one should be silenced or censored or told that you can't do that shit right that's why even though there are open micers that come out there and just say offensive stuff i'm not going to tell them yo yo shut the fuck up right uh we develop a environment since 2007 to to establish that scene right to to tell people that there's stand-up comedy going on and uh, you you have a free um, 
you're free to say whatever you want, right? So freedom of expression preserves the craft, right? But comedy, stand-up comedy, is a trial and error kind of thing. It's not like theater where you're given a piece that's been probably a play somewhere else already. It's tried and tested. Or even if it's a new thing, it was written by someone else. It was, you know, uh, shot around. Basically, they honed it to perfection as much as, I, as, as much as they can before they put it out on stage. Stand-up comedy is very different. Stand-up comedy, if you're practicing stand-up comedy, you're on stage probably at least three times a week. For some people in the more developed areas, they're they're on there like every day, right? Stand-up comedy is trial and error from the lowest level to the highest level. So whatever things that you saw, Joe Coy on Netflix, Dave Chappelle on Netflix, those jokes have been told before. There may be some deviations or, you know, some improvisations that happened in the set, but those jokes were honed were written, were tested in front of a live audience in some bar, was rewritten, honed again, tested again, because that's how that's how stand-up comedy works everywhere, right? So stand-up comedy is trial and error. So this is the problem. You test out these jokes in in gigs called open mics. So open mic is where you can you can, you know, try being a comedian for the first time. And uh, you can, you know, experiment jokes if you're, you know, if you're a practicing comedian. So back in the old world, I would go to open mic at least once a week, right? And the people in the open mic would either hear a joke that is raw, that has been tried maybe two times, three times already, or a completely new joke, right? And it's very hard to tell people who are not used to the stand-up comedy culture or the process of it all that whatever we say in open mic shouldn't be judged so. Because may issue. Uh, Louis C.K. before had this issue. And I think this was before the scandal. So he did a joke and it was open mic. And somebody took down the, the whole thing, took it out of context, and then, you know, told that he was offensive and everything. But that's the thing. You're judging someone's work at like the entry level. Like if you compare it to like stage plays, it's not even like the first day of of the show. It's not even the first screening of the of the play. You're you're uh if you're comparing it to a stage play, judging an open uh jokes from an open mic. Judging jokes from an open mic is like uh, if you're if you're watching the first rehearsal, wherein everyone doesn't know their lines yet, they don't know the blocking yet and everything, and you're judging it as a performance already, right? So open mic is practice. It's trial and error. It's where jokes are thrown out, and then if people see like, oh, I think that's more offensive than funny, then you would take it out or rewrite it or something, right? So there are people who judge you by whatever gig that they're that they watch, and those gigs happen to be open mic. I'm uh, one of like I've been called uh, fascist, as in sinigawan ako fascista, fascista during an open mic. 
by this guy that I don't know. And what's worse is this guy just came in like mid middle part of my set. Everybody was laughing at my joke, but he only caught like uh, the middle part of the joke. So he immediately judged who I am, right? So that's the thing, right? So uh, the problem with with people watching jokes that are not ready yet, and they're judging every uh, the whole career of the comedian just by hearing one piece of joke is really bad, because one is that you're you're trying to cancel this guy. So you're telling him to shut the fuck up and never talk again, right? That's what that's what canceling is. Stop. Your career is done. We we there's a million of us with the same hashtag. You're done, right? And I would judge your life's work with a small bit of, uh, you know, a small bit of bad jokes that I heard. Like, can you imagine if you're working in the office and you're walking down? The, the office and you spilled coffee on your boss, hot coffee on your boss, and then you won't just get fired, you won't have a job ever in that industry again. That's how harsh cancel culture is. All right. That's why it's not just anti-expression, it's really a terrible way to to punish someone, you know? Like, people who get caught stealing go to prison, but they get out and they can start their lives again, right? But if you say something and people would find that offensive and they would screenshot your shit, video you, write articles about you and end your career that you've been working on your whole life, you are defined by one fuck-up? That's fucked up, bro. So... That's why I the uh that's why I think comedy and I think see Dave Chappelle also said this. Comedy's in trouble, man. There are people who are literally uh not fans of you, right? So they're not fans of you. And they will dig your Twitter accounts, they will listen to your jokes, they will wait for you to slip up and cancel you, right? It's such a uh, career assassination is what's happening here. Like uh, what happened with the director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Some people dug up old comments and, you know, put, put it out there. It always happens. And I'm not saying, yo, these guys were right. You know, like they have the right to say anything. They have the right to say offensive shit and get away with it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying is that have like, you know, patience or give them due process. Don't automatically fucking just destroy him. And, you know, that will be, that will be the end. Like, it's like passing on an execution without trial. And everybody knows that's not right. But, a lot of people think that canceling someone is okay. It's not. It's not okay at all. There has to be due process. There has to be due process. They they canceled Johnny Depp. And in the end, he wasn't really the guy who was, you know, a dick. Like, at the same time, people who take advantage of this thing 
kind of weakens the other causes that they have, right? So uh, how do I, you know, attack this as a comedian? It's it's a very troubling thing. I'm blessed that I'm very obscure. I'm not really popular or anything. But it has happened to me that people have tried to cancel me or say shit about me, you know, and, you know, try to, you know, uh, ruin my reputation. It has happened. And, uh, and of course, people didn't pick it up because I'm not, I'm not really popular. Like, I'm not really worth canceling. That's the thing. But there are, I have comedian friends who are popular, right? And they're vulnerable to this thing. So the, the thing is, one, one thing, uh, how, how I do this as a comedian is that, one, now I'm extra careful, which is um, sucks, but I don't want to get my career ruined, right? Because I've, I've worked for 13 years already, and I haven't reaped the, the, like, you know, I haven't made it. And, you know, I don't want it to be, to be cut short, right? So I'm being extra careful, which sucks because I feel like I could say a lot of things. I could do a lot of jokes that that will be funny, but, you know, it won't be... Like, I have this thing called The Range in my site where I, I like, reenact movies. So I post it, like, every week. I don't even do, like, black actors. Because people might think that's blackface to impersonate some black guy. It, it, it's, it's a real thing now, right? You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So I don't, I don't do that. I deliberately compromise because... There's a lot of people that I, I don't have that much clout yet to survive a canceling, right? So I could just be, you know, erased right away. So uh, there's paranoia from my end. There's anxiety with every joke that you try to say or even think about, like, the old jokes that you did that were recorded and published. Because people, like, we see it in shows all the time. People have their phones out during our shows. And they record us even though we tell them not to record us. They record us anyway. They don't care about the rules. And uh, with today's climate of, you know, people being canceled, you, you just, you're helpless, right? Hey, Chino Liao here, host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Clown. Now, I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless. The jokes are aplenty. Only here on Class Clown. 
The Beauty Authority Podcast, hosted by Dr. Vicky Bello. Hi, this is Dr. Vicky Bello, and why do I think I'm a beauty authority? Well, I've been in clinical practice of dermatology and cosmetic surgery for the last 30 years. And so what we're trying to do with this podcast is to combine the scientific knowledge and research that we always do with the practical, clinical, everyday experience with patients. So I thought this would be a nice, unique way to share with you knowledge about skincare and beauty, etc. Join me and Katrina Razon, your beauty authorities, brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hi, this is Aaron Cristobal inviting you to listen to Tawa Let's, the podcast that takes you through Philippine comedy through the eyes of different writers and performers. You'll be hearing from many people who create comedy content to see what it's like whether they're just starting out or have been doing it for many years. Kaya tawa, let's! Sometimes it keeps me up at night knowing that I did this set and there was a slightly offensive joke in one of those sets and some guy was recording it and maybe someone will find that fucking footage and then fucking destroy me it's a real fear and it sucks because it's caught it's it's affecting people's works dave Chappelle went up and defended freedom of expression in his uh when he accepted the the award i think the mark twain prize or the kennedy center honors whatever that is and he said never let them button your lip and i'm trying to apply that as much as i can but i still you know kind of not really do everything I want to do. I won't be. I won't try to be like a hardcore rock. So no, man. I'll, I'll see whatever I want to say. I don't want that. Um, but even then, if you're being careful, there will be people who will be offended. Because I've done fat jokes based from my experience, and people got offended by it from my own experience, and uh, people got hurt. People didn't laugh because. Uh, Naawa sila or something like that, or no offense sila, it happens. And as a comedian, especially me, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, as a comedian who's not really, you know, doesn't, not really big time or anything, uh, it gets you anxiety, it gets you paranoid. Everything that you write, each tweet has to be rephrased because I know there's someone who's pissed off at me somewhere that's going to look for uh, something I said and try to twist it in a way where they can fucking fuck you up. That can happen. I'm that paranoid now. And it's not helping that I'm in this fucking... I'm uh, cooped up in, in my room and you know I'm not getting any sunlight, things like that. So it all adds up. It all, everything fucking adds up. Right? So... Uh, what I would like to tell people is that if you're offended by a joke, communicate to the comedian. Tell them what you didn't find funny. Or if you don't want to communicate, can you just, you know, not cancel us, please? Can you not do? Can you not cancel us, please? That's that's really just the, my only request. Like I'm pretty sure. There are more people that are more uh, more of assholes than a comedian who 
told a joke that you didn't like. You know, uh, there are people out there who get away with murder, with everything. I'm not saying murder is good or anything, or they should get away with it. What I'm saying is it's not that bad of a thing to get offended over a joke as opposed, uh, like, and then, you know, fucking cancel a guy for it, right? It it destroys people. Um, there are people who can't recover from it, and I'm pretty sure they're permanently damaged from it. And so I'm just telling to the, from the perspective of a person who's performing. All these things, all this noise, all, all these uh, things that you're, hun- you're hunting for mistakes, that destroys uh, art. That destroys culture, art, expression. And it frustrates me when people uh, say no to junk terror bill, uh, yes to press freedom, yes to freedom of expression, and then they'll cancel someone if they get offended. A lot of people are just fucking uh, their their moral compass is just based on the trending hashtag. There's a lot of people who's uh, you know they only they only preach about things that are uh, trending or like a buzzword that's like yeah you know hashtag uh, yes to freedom of press yes to freedom of expression but they don't really know what it takes to do that. There's a lot of people who are saying, yeah, no to no to sexual harassment, but and I've encountered this, but if their friend is the sexual harasser, they'd fucking shut up, right? Th- there's a lot of people uh, who are like that. They're going to say, yo, we're all up in arms. It's the trending hashtag. Hashtag yes to uh, defend press freedom, yes to defending freedom of expression, junk terror bill. But if I'm fucking offended you shut the fuck up and don't say anything i will cancel you together with there's a lot of us will cancel you that's so ironic to me that it and and this was even before like i remember people uh when there was a terrorist attack in 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 france charlie webdo offices and there was a terrorist attack there and everybody was like yeah freedom expression freedom expression you know, don't destroy freedom of expression. Don't don't give in to terrorist demands of like silencing you and everything. And then, if you say, and then if you say an offensive joke, it suddenly gets turned around. Freedom of expression means that people can say what they want to say. I'm not saying you should agree, but I'm saying they can say it without having the fear of dis- having their career destroyed. By people who are angry on Twitter and could just, you know, make a hashtag trend, right? So, man, think for yourselves, guys. If you feel like you're anti-freedom of expression, don't make it seem like you are. Don't watch shows, right? There's a big difference in people getting offended in comedy shows in anywhere else, right? If you come to a comedy show... There has to be a, and we tell, we say this before, especially open mic. We say this before a show. The jokes range from malinis to penis. That's the joke. The the the, the joke ranges from the the material we cover here ranges from malinis to penis, clean to obscene. So if you're easily offended, please don't watch the show. We say that, and people still get offended, right? Because sometimes people think they can take it, pero hindi pala nila kaya. They don't, they can't take it, right? So, wala, mga, uh, if that happens, what? People 
just have to be canceled. Here's the culture in a stand-up comedy show. If you go to a comedy club, you got to expect that there's going to be offensive stuff thrown around there. If you want to watch a comedy show without getting offended, screen the comedian. If there's a comedian that's doing a show and he's usually clean, then go for it, man. That's great. But if if you want if you're coming into a uh uh an open mic wherein it's like a lineup of people you don't uh, that has been decided just the day itself or not even the day itself the hour itself fuck not even the hour itself it's like 10 minutes before the show the lineup has been confirmed right so don't come into a hostile environment like a comedy club and expect to not be offended right i'm not saying all we say there is offensive shit, all right? But there would be some landmines there for sure because people are experimenting. They're experimenting their jokes, right? So don't come to a comedy club and think that I won't be offended here, right? If Here's the thing. If you want to enjoy comedy without getting offended, book a comedian in private. We do that. I fucking do bookings and like I would do stand-up comedy using the the house's karaoke system in their in their in their den or in their living room. I've done that so many times. I think I have a gig like that every year. So you can book a comedian, tell him what not to say. You can tell him, yo, all right, so don't talk about Duterte, don't talk about politics, don't talk about uh don't talk about uh illnesses. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about the color black. Whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. Book book a comedian privately and you can get anything you want. And if they offend you, uh, like if if they if they do the jokes anyway that you said that you know he wouldn't do, he shouldn't do, then fine. <laughs> you have you have every right to fucking cancel that guy. Or not even cancel it, it's you know, reprimand that guy. But if you're getting offended in a, in a comedy club or in in a in a comedy show setting, expecting not to hear any of these things, right? That's fucked up. I mean, that's like going to a like uh, you know an ice factory where they make ice, and you got cold. You're like, oh man, it's so cold here. Fucking ice, fucking offensive ice. So cold, you know. That's fucking weird, man. That that's not really uh uh that's not really a good metaphor, but yeah, that's that's how it goes, man. So yeah, always remember if there's a, a joke being made, it's not always like the like there are jokes that I've written and developed for over like three years, four years before it got to a level where I want to use it, right. So stand-up comedy takes time. And there's a lot of people who are clamoring for, oh, we should have like a local Dave Chappelle. We, sh- we should have like a local uh, Joe Rogan who would say shit like this. Dude, we've been trying for 13 years. We've been trying. And every single kind of roadblock we experienced, and now you're, you're going to put this PC culture on us on top of everything. Against all odds, man. Uh, stand-up comedy is like that. It's like uh, it's very hard to do in itself, and you have to worry about people who are outrageously offended by shit. Like I would, 
get people like I keep saying this, but there's a person who told me before that, hey, sorry, I can't cope. I can't cope and turn my bad experiences into jokes. I'm like, he got offended because I use my jokes. I use my bad experiences and turn it into jokes. Like, what the fuck is that, man? Like, why does that happen? As a comedian, we walk the line of what's offensive and not. But as long as your intention as a comedian is to be funny first than anything else, right? So funny first and silly next or funny and then offensive. As long as you are primarily funny, you're good, all right? You're good. So that's that's my thinking behind everything. The touchier the subject, the funnier the joke should be because the funny has to outweigh whatever offensive stuff you're going to say or whatever stuff that, you know, people might think uh, people don't, might not want to hear, right? Always aim for being funny first because I know, like I said before, there are people out there who just want to offend people and that gives comedians, a, a, that puts comedians in a bad light, you know, and it sucks. And if you're offended by someone, uh, if you're really offended by them, talk to them and tell them what's up. Right, you it's really easy to contact people now. And if you're uh if you can if you feel like that you can take it home and not cancel someone, thank you, right? That's great. But again, being offended is not like the end of the world for you, but the counterpart in which you're canceling the comedian, that's the end of the world for them. That's the end of the world for us, right. So think about it, man. Just, just you know, weigh it out. Like, and the, people are saying, oh, it's going to be an injustice because I got offended. It's like, no, it's not. It's not a fucking injustice. An injustice is if I fucking shoot someone and I go free. That's injustice. That happens everywhere here. You know? It's just, just think about it, man. Just think about it. Um, people are allowed to say things, whether it's offensive or not. It's not against the law. All right? So, well, unless you're, you know, conspiring to be a terrorist or whatever. But, yeah, uh, I don't think jokes should uh, are against the law, no matter how offensive they are. So don't act like you can execute someone uh, just because you got offended. All right? Um, comedy uh, around the world is suffering because of this kind of mentality. Uh, there are people who are saying, well, people can do, why don't you just go do clean. There's, there are comedians who do clean jokes. It's like saying, uh, telling rappers, to, yo, why don't you have to talk about guns all the time? Why don't you just do K-pop? It's not, not just pe because people, some other people choose to be clean doesn't mean that everybody should be clean. Right? Again, freedom of expression. It's the world in your point of view. And stand-up comedy celebrates the uniqueness of each individual and the uniqueness of each one's opinion. If we all have the same opinion, the world would be boring. I'm telling you, the world would be boring, right? So you have to celebrate. We have to go up in arms and celebrate this culture of individuality we have. Don't be sheep, guys. Don't be sheep. All right, so please don't cancel. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Planning for your next trip? 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.